0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Mason's Really Cool Podcast. Today we have part 3 of Fahrenheit 451, and this one will probably be a little bit shorter because I'm recording this at 10.45. Um, so today we'll just summarize into the novel and then look at a few more things and then call it a wrap for the unit. So summarize the end of the novel. So, long story short, um, B ended off with Beatty and two other firemen, um, probably in a hound, too, I think. They were burning down, um, Montag's house, right? So, Mildred and her friends were the ones that ratted them out. Um,. And they burn it down, and then, but while they're doing that, Montag grabs this, like, his fire blaster thing, and starts blasting the house. But then he, he also kills Beattie, and beats the other two unconscious, and also kills the Hound. Uh He melts it, so he did not really kill it, since it's not alive, but he destroys it. Takes the books, and it's like, I, let's go. Um. So he's on this manhunt thing now. Um. He almost gets hit by these teens for no reason, not even because he's on. A, he's a he's a wanted now. It's just because they want to murder him and stuff. So he gets to Faber's house, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll meet up in St. Louis after." like, so after I'm gonna go talk to my bros. You gotta escape. Go to the river. So, he, they like, trying to the the new hound off the, off the, because the new hound gets placed to try and find him. And they, uh, have to, like, throw it off its scent. So, he goes down to the river, Montag does. Uh, he finds these people that sit around by the river, and they watch on TV. uh, Montag was found, but it's a fake Montag, just so for the media people are more, feel more safe and stuff, um, so, and then, they've been talking about it all in the book, but the war finally happens, everyone in the city pretty much dies, um, the city's, like, rubble, there's no buildings anymore, and, so, the Wontag and this new group of homies, who are these, like, people That memorized the books So they don't have to actually have them anymore Which isn't illegal Like it's not illegal to Have the knowledge of the books It's just illegal to own them specifically So since you don't actually have any books You can't really Arrest them And So then at the end they're like We have to go now The people will need us and what we have So that's what happens That's the end of the book I thought it was alright, but yeah, maybe like a different kind of ending. Like like an epilogue maybe that could have, like summed up what happened afterwards. So now we have and uh, identify the main character failed, prevailed in their life. Um so Montag he prevails in breaking away from the from the system and the society. And kind of becoming his own person and more of, like, what, Cla- what like Clarice saw in him and just the, one of those people that care about relationships and people more than materialistic things. Um, he did fail um, in trying to change Mildred into someone who could also, like, be a part of his journey with them and Mildred's friends as well, which is not really that big of a deal, because who cares about them, but, yeah, he fails to turn Mildred into the, like, uh, Clarice type of person, and, like, we don't really know if he failed at this, but he never, oh, yeah, I didn't mention this earlier, but he also, like, planted books in this one dude's this one fire dude fireman's house and burned it at the crisp. And then, you know, you don't really know if he failed to bring back books and the thinking and stuff. Because he never got to see the ending. But he didn't do it at the very end of the book, so we'll just say he failed. Um, so, next. Discuss your thoughts on censorship and the essential questions. Um, what is thinking about these issues, what do you think of them? So I feel like censorship really shouldn't even be a thing, because, um, people can read whatever they want, like, if you're gonna ban a book in a school, um, a banned book is honestly going to become, if people can get their hands on it in any way, it'll become more popular than um the books that aren't banned just because it'll be the rare thing and people will wanna be rebellious and break the rules so there's really no point um people are gonna find a way to get their hands on censored books no matter what. Plus it's they're just ideas. Like they're not gonna ch- they might influence you. But they're, it's, it's, it's not Dorian Gray. It's not going to randomly make you a different person. It's 2021. It's books. You you have your personality. A, a, a book's not going to change that, really. It's just an idea to help you think about things in a different light. Um, which I think. And I think Bradbury also thinks that censorship um, could cause problems. Um, Like, obviously, this is probably an exaggerated piece of work on how censoring books ultimately leads to the destruction of them and the ideas of them entirely. I don't think that's going to happen because as much as people want to get rid of books, there's always people that want them because for every people for for people that hate something people there's people that love it as well so i think he does a good way of trying to like say like hey this is what could happen we need to make sure it doesn't just like worst case scenario we need to make sure this doesn't happen so we have to be uh, diligent and um so, my overall thoughts of the novel. I thought it was a pretty good book. I think it had some very nice quality ideas. Um, I do think it was a little bit slow at times, because um, as, as good as the book it was, there was no groundbreaking events, really. And it might have been supposed to be like that, but they never put emphasis on the events. Um, Montag's house gets burnt down. He doesn't have a second thought about it. Um... He never once mentions like... Oh... We've been here for so long... And now it's just gone. I feel like... Bradbury tried to do that with his writing... And... Showing people how... Montag... And... Everyone else in the novel... Isn't really attached... To anything at all. Um... So, I feel like they also kind of mentioned this in the last question, but I think Bradbury did a really good job at saying how, telling us how um, censorship um, could be bad in the future. And we need to make sure that uh, works, no matter how liked or disliked they are, can stay around because um, they're just different points of view. Um, you think about it, they're just someone's thoughts written down, like, are you going to go up to someone who, um, let's just say, is this was before writing or anything, are you just going to be like, hey, you can't ever talk about this, this isn't allowed, no, because it's just someone's ideas, you can't, not you can't, but you shouldn't be able to just put a cap on someone's ability to share their thoughts and their way of thinking with people, because some people have really interesting perspectives, even if they aren't the the norm and the 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 the, the, the sense the consensus uh, thought, like. I know this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but like if you have an argument with somebody um, about just just to say sports and like like a play ranking or something, you want to hear their thoughts because it might give you a different point of view for other rankings and for other just thoughts in general. Like even if you don't agree with that thought, it could change your perspective on another event or novel. So, I just think that's just my thoughts on it. So, I had a pretty good time reading this book. Um, I like how um, just the style of writing and how it was easy to understand and you knew what was happening and you didn't try to make it super hard to read. They just had, like, you, like, like, the ideas might have been a little bit harder to understand than a children's book, but you could, you could, if you knew how to put the thoughts that he wrote down and, um, like, make them into your own, like, symbolism and realizing how this is this and this is that, um, you can do that because it's easy to read. Um... So, thank you for listening to the third um, part of my podcast. I feel like I sounded really tired throughout this part. Um, I don't know if we're going to do another one for Animal Farm, but this is Mason signing off. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.